Fields, round two of the preseason tomorrow, baby. And I can't wait, because when the Detroit Lions come to town in the preseason, by God, the clubs come off and all hell breaks loose. Let's go. Colts, Lions, 1 o'clock tomorrow. Hey, we're going to do a special call-in as the second half begins tomorrow. We'll do a halftime YouTube and talk about the first half. We did this last week. I really enjoyed it. We're going to do it again, and that'll be immediately followed by a call-in show. Really looking forward to that. Like I said, we're going to talk about Rick Venturi. We are going to talk about who's going to be kept on this roster, how to tell who's going to be kept on this roster, most importantly, we're going to talk about a whole lot today. High school football starting tonight in earnest. Real games at real venues. And some lingering questions that exist about the Indianapolis Colts. What are they going to do? How are they going to do it? And where are they going to wind up this year? We'll talk about that too. All right. I want to talk about Rick Venturi first. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. For Friday, August 19th, 2022, brought to you by the great people at BUSR. You want to do some sports investing? By God, do it. And I'm going to tell you who's going to win this game and who's going to cover this game. Do that. You know what? Normally, the preseason, man, you just have no idea. I, I got a clue about tomorrow, and I'm going to share that clue with you. Hit that subscribe button, smash it, hit the like button, ring the bell, and donate if you got a mind to. Nothing wrong with that. If you donate and you got a question, post the question. I'll read it in real time and answer your question. It's what we do. And if you want to comment, we get lots of comments and I answer almost all of them. All right? Unless people are just talking to each other, which happens. Sometimes people argue, usually about Sam Ellinger. What in the world is it about Sam Ellinger? Right? Let's talk about sports. Let's talk about first... We'll get to Ellinger. People love Sam Ellinger. And why wouldn't they, for God's sake? But let's talk about Rick Venturi and how people ought to love him. Rick Venturi knows a lot about professional football. He was in the NFL for 26 years. He's the Colts radio analyst. And he is very, very generous with his insight in media circles. He lets people in the media know what they should be looking for and how they should be looking for it. And I saw this firsthand. Rick and I worked together at 101 ESPN in St. Louis for two years. I loved working with Rick. He was wonderful. I was the program director. He was the talent. I never say the talent works for a program director. That's not the way it works. Talent works for the listeners. Program directors work for the listeners and for management. Gets a little bit complicated when that happens, but it's okay. In some places it gets complicated. In some places it's just easy-beasy. At any rate... I would sit at Rams games with Rick Venturi, and Rick, they had these little gizmos, these little tiny TVs where he could roll back the previous play and look at things, and Rick taught me so much in that 2012 season, the 11 season too, about how professional football works and what I should look for. And one of the things that he has always said, and I encourage you to look for tomorrow afternoon as you try to figure out who's going to make the roster. If you're the Weatherford family and you want to know whether Sterling's going to make the roster or JoJo Doman's family, you want to know whether JoJo's going to make the roster. Do, I, do we think we can finally win the season opener with Matt Ryan? I'll get to that in a moment. Watch the punt coverage team. When the Colts are punting, watch who's on the field. You can do this at practice too. And you see those guys. Special teams does not get a whole lot of run. They don't get a whole lot of uh, of reps. 
so they are not wasted on people who are not going to make the roster, generally. So you can get a good look tomorrow as the Colts punt. See who's on the field, and if the right, you know, it, see if your guy's there. See if 57's out there, that's Doman. See if 55 is out there, that's Weatherford. If they're on the punt team, they got a really good chance to make that roster because, again, Bubba Ventrone and Frank Reich, Bubba Ventrone, the special teams coach, they are not going to waste reps on guys who are not going to make the team. It just won't happen. Now, do we think that Matt Ryan can be the quarterback who finally wins an opener? It's been since 2013 since the Colts have won an opener and since 2009 since they've won their first two. I think Matt Ryan is a guy. Matt Ryan is really, really good at knowing exactly what to do to try to get his team in position to win games. It's what he did for years down in Atlanta until the roster withered around him. Julio Jones leaves, Calvin Ridley gone after like five games last year. You know what? It, it just, the wheels came off the cart on the offensive line. The defense wasn't worth much. A quarterback can't win alone. But given quality everywhere else, a good quarterback is going to help you win games. And Matt Ryan is going to help the Colts win that opener, and he's going to do that in Houston. He'll win the opener, but the big game is going to come the next week, and that's at Jacksonville. You have got to beat Jacksonville. You have got to put them down, yeah, and you've got to keep them down. The more losses you can stack on Jacksonville's head, the less likely it is that when the switch is flipped by Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, that entire team, that they're going to have too high a hill to climb to get to the top of the AFC South. That work starts on September 11th in Texas at Houston and then September 18th in Jacksonville. That's how it works. I think Matt Ryan can do it. I, I think Matt Ryan's smart. He knows where to put the ball, specifically where to put the ball. He is on time, on target, always. He's like Philip Rivers, but with a uh, more velocity. He's like, um, let's say, Greg Maddox, but with uh, the formerly uh, strong and, and quick pitching uh, of, of Jake Arrieta. He's a Greg Maddox with a 95-mile-an-hour fastball. He hasn't thrown 100. He's not a Raldis Chapman, but he throws it hard enough to get it there, and he throws it quickly enough that he's not going to get hit a whole gob as long as he's got reasonable protection. And there's uh, Matt Pryor doesn't get beat like a turnstile on the left edge. That's a key. Um, another key for this. Uh, get, let me get back to Rick Venturi for a minute. Rick Venturi has really schooled up so many people in in uh, Indianapolis media in how football works. He, he's really like the media in Indy has gone from here to about here. And that's all Rick taking the time to tutor those in need of greater insight as to how to acquire it and what they're looking at, what it means. And go figure, just like Dan Dockage says about basketball, you know what? It is all about watching something other than the ball. Don't watch the ball. That's it. You want to watch tomorrow? You want to watch Bernard Ryman. You want to watch... Uh, Johnny Woods, assuming that he plays. You want to watch Pierce if he plays. Can he week to week make adjustments, gather a skill set that's going to allow him to be really, really good? He's got to get good. You can't have Pittman 
and then nobody. And you can't count on Campbell to stay healthy. Hopefully, Knockwood Paris Campbell, Paris Campbell winds up being that guy who's on the field for 17 games and can stretch a field and get open over the middle and, and is responsible for a whole lot of yak. We hope for that. Can Naheem Hines be that uh, Swiss Army knife guy? That's another good question, but he's not going to play tomorrow in all likelihood. Um, I want to see uh, Nick Cross. Nick Cross, against the Lions in the competitive practices, got beat a little bit. I want to see if he learns from that. Mistakes are great in training camp as long as you learn from them. If you can learn from them, you win with them, right? That's what camp's for. That's what the joint practices were for. That's what the whole preseason is for. It's for screwing up, learning from it, and then on September 11th, you don't screw up anymore. You don't make the same mistakes. Can't make the same mistakes twice. It's like life. That's why sports is so damn interesting to me. Because the rules of sports mirror exactly the rules of life. As you're on a football field, basketball court, baseball diamond, whatever, tennis court, volleyball uh, court, golf course, you want to learn from your mistakes. When you go out into the world, you also want to learn from mistakes. Admit your mistakes to yourself. You don't have to run around advertising your mistakes to everybody in the building. Don't do that. But admit them to you, and then don't make it again. And if you get called out for it, then you admit it. You, you say, here's what I'm doing to do it better. All right? So there you go. A little life lesson from your Uncle Ken. All right? Um, is Pittman enough? That's a question that's lingering. Um, I'll tell you what. Yannick Ngakwe is an absolute joy on Twitter. He is a great social media follower. You have got to follow Yannick Ngakwe. However, you also got to get him to the quarterback. It's wonderful to be good in social media, but you've got to get to the quarterback. Can Yannick Ngakwe and Quiddy Pay combine for 20 sacks? They got to get that done. You have got to get pressure on the quarterback to win football games in the NFL, and that is the key to Gus Bradley's defense. You cannot win unless you put pressure on the quarterback. All right? There's a little bit of a bend-don't-break thing in the secondary. You can win that way if you get pressure up front. If you send for and you get pressure, you got a chance, and that's the whole deal. All right? Um, Zach Kiefer, terrific piece in The Athletic. All of it, well, it's not a, it's like a notebook piece. But the part about Sam Ellinger talking about his work with Tom House, trying to get better velocity on his throws, was really kind of fascinating. It was very nuts and bolts and really interesting to me. I highly recommend it. Like I said, high school football tonight, go out and watch kids play high school football. Absolutely wonderful to support them and, and watch them test themselves, make mistakes, learn from them. I think Cathedral wins 6A this year. I got to tell you the truth. Danny O'Neill is surrounded by talented guys. He's got a terrific receiver. He's the quarterback at Cathedral. Uh, you got a defensive front that's really good, and you got a tight end who, you know what, if Indiana should just camp at Cathedral's doorstep, what are they doing? What is Tom Allen doing? Come on, Tom! Uh, Cubs lead 6-5, to five, or at least they did when I came outside. Tomorrow, like I said, Colts, Lions, 1 o'clock at halftime, right back here on the YouTube channel, and then immediately when the second half starts, a call-in. 
Go to the Colin app, download it, and join us as the second half begins. And we're going to chop it up. We're going to talk about it as we watch. I can't wait to do that with you. Let's go Colts. Let's go Fighting Irish. Let's go Royals of Hamilton Southeastern. Let's go everybody. Have a safe night, a good night, and uh, for the final time, let's go!